What's going on, everybody? We are back. It is Everything and Nothing Time. The show where you get everything and nothing at the same time. The same time! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> so, you got Jonathan here. And I'm Akira. Hey, and we back. What's up? Back to give you a little bit of everything and nothing. We a little late, as the, but as the better naming, late than never. As the name... Suggested. Yes, a little late, but a little better late than never. But you know, we back though. Yes. So it is what it is. I mean, the show is free to begin with. So let's be honest. Let's, <sighs> Here you go. Let's lower the expectations. Here you a go. Bit. Here you go. I'm just saying, if you can pay for it, you get look. The, who's your bay? Get what we give you. Okay, or else. My bay is uh, Normani. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Why is Normani your bay? Super bae? talented. I mean, amazing dancer. Uh, vocals are very good. Uh, music videos, A one. Chef's kiss. Just uh, stole all my stuff. <laughs> Ain't no type of real, man. So let's rewind. I don't know what you're talking Before about. Before today, did you know who Normani was? Yes. What's the name of a Normani song? I, listen, I'll be honest. I don't know a lot of names of people's songs. Uh-huh. I know she was in Fifth Harmony, though. Oh, you some, didn't know that before today. Uh, yeah. And there no, was some, there was some uh, racist things going on. You know what? And unfortunately, <laughs> my Bay of the Week was the victim of some racist activities from a former member of said group. What's the name of the other person? It doesn't matter because she's uh-huh. racist. You know, we choose yeah. not to acknowledge those kind of people on this uh-huh. show, ma'am. Whatever. Whatever. I'm just saying. Whatever. I don't understand what the problem is. Whatever. That's my bay of the week, though. Like, but her video, uh, her new song came out. Is her and uh, Cardi? Yes. Cardi looks really, really good in that video. I wonder. It must have been. I wonder did she do that video before she was pregnant or um, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, you really don't see her stomach in that video. No, so maybe I just thought about that. Could that could be either way because like, you, don't see, hair was for. You, you don't see her stomach. Well, she's also a well. The implication is that she's nude. So she, yeah, sure, she looks. So I'm sure the hair was to kind of. But yeah, at I the really, same time, you don't see her stomach. So but Cardi's always Cardi always looks good. Um, Normani, first of all, that choreography. Boo. Yes. First of all, no, let's rewind to the beginning. Let's uh, rewind to the beginning. Ma'am. Lean back, handle chest. The sample. Yeah, the Aaliyah sample. I feel like... Because the whole time I was like, this feels like an Aaliyah thing. Yes, like, Aaliyah wanted to admit to me... And nobody had to tell me that. That particular song... Anyway, that particular (laughs) song to me is one of those songs like, it's just going to last through generations. Mm -hmm. One in a million is just one of those songs like, our great-grandkids will know that song. Right. But I just love that song. And so for her to sample it, but I feel like she took... um, this is a um, person that I really like on TikTok named Pablo. Okay. And every time Pablo has a take, I usually almost always agree to the point where I always hashtag in their comments, hashtag Pablo never miss. Because Pablo <laughs> always is on point. Okay. And one thing I completely agree with Pablo on is that Normani, like obviously she used the one in the million sample, but she mm-hmm. made it her own. Yeah. Like it it's feels. It's not super obvious that it's a sample. And it doesn't feel like, you know how sometimes people take samples and they just regurgitate it's the, the same, same vibes. Song, basically. Or not the same song, but also the same vibes. Like yeah. it was a completely new vibe. Mm-hmm. She feels like the cool girl that Aaliyah was, but she doesn't feel like she was trying to be Aaliyah. Right. Does that no, make it sense? Wasn't, it wasn't like. Aaliyah Jr. Right. Like that. Yeah, no. that choreography and the black with them braids, sis, you ate that up. Mm-hmm. That choreography with the little white yarn, yes. the mummy outfit at yes. the end, girl. Yes, vibes. Like, right. that, like just, right. the vibe is immaculate. Mm-hmm. The video is immaculate. Yes. Chloe, we waiting on you, sis. I'm ready. My song. I, so... and, and as a black woman who is getting up a little up there in age, and I'm starting to see how, you know, some of the older black women be trying to comfort the young girls. It does my heart so well. 
to see I, so I'm trying to, the black I, girls living the, being themselves out loud. It does so my heart good. Former Bay of the Week, Chloe. Um, uh, I'm because I saw like she released like a snippet. I'm assuming a of a snippet of a video? song. I think. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, but the thing is, was about she to, was about to uh, you know repeat as Bay of the Week because. Yes, ma'am. She's fine. Yes, ma'am. She, you know one thing? Because this is something that's kind of been a conversation. Yes, ma'am. Let me know you're done. I'm done. Okay. So. <laughs> one more. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I'm done. So one of the conversations we've been having on TikTok among the black women mm-hmm. in particular is how there's this thing about older black women and how they don't like, or I won't just say older black women, but certain sex of black women do not like the quote unquote over sexualization that these younger girls have. Okay. When I think in reality, what it is, is you just don't like how free they are at their age because you don't know what that freedom yeah. looks like. I think, I think that's a case of something that started off in the right direction or, Pointing in the right direction and then went like to hateration because I think in certain situations I've seen uh, with some people. I mean, I think some of them were celebrities and stuff like that. Where like these were like young, early teens being overly sexualized. That's a different conversation. Well, no, but I'm saying I think that's where it started and then it turned into oh you're twenty something oh you shouldn't be doing that either. Well, no, I'm an adult. They should, you know, they're an adult. They should be able to do if that's what they want to do. Then there's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm, so I think what happened was they started unnecessarily or unfairly, I should say, lumping in people like the Chloe and uh, Chloe and name any other person yeah. who's you know Megan. and Megan for sure. Hey Megan, how you doing? Like, love you. <sighs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> So pretty. You ain't even finish your statement. You got sidetracked. Nope. Completely sidetracked. All I'm saying is, well, I don't. This so I think that's. Th- I think that's what it was. I think it started out. I don't yes. know if I agree with that. Well, I mean, I think there are a lot of people who have lumped again because they feel like every, anybody who's younger than them is automatically in a child. Certain, uh, yeah, exactly, a child in a certain category, and then that's where it then became. But well, I, because you're younger than me, then you automatically are a child, and you shouldn't be out here doing that. But I also think true. some of that has to do with respectability politics. That That's true, too. as women, we're supposed to, quote-unquote, carry ourselves a certain way. Because mm-hmm. if we don't carry ourselves a certain way, what are the men going to think? If right. we don't carry ourselves a certain way, what will the white people think? And right. it's like, middle figure to each one. I don't well, care what you think, because the reality is, as a black woman... The the goalpost is constantly being moved for what is quote unquote acceptable for us. So guess what? I'm just gonna live my life and I'm gonna be myself and I'm gonna right. do what I want to do. If you love it, amazing. If you don't, close your eyes because it right. ain't changing. I also think that it is just. I mean, real, like even in certain cases, it's just simply hating because, yeah, like sure. you said, it most is, of the time, right? It is simply. It's not the what did you call it the uh, respectability respectability because <laughs> yeah. I, I knew I was gonna butcher it. respectability <laughs> politics. I think some like there's a good portion of it. It's the respectability politics, and then the other portion is well, either I couldn't do that or I can't do that. Right. So therefore, oh, no one should be able to do it. Exactly. No one should be able to do that. Just like the whole when we tell white people y'all can say the n word. Same thing. Exactly. Why Same can't thing. I? Why can't I? Why can't? You guys can do it. All right. Exactly. And guess what? You can whirl around with your music loud without being in fear of being shot. So I mean, hey. right. Hey. Right, I trade. So, I trade. Hooray for you. Hooray <laughs> right, for you. But like, Normani, girl, you killed that. And like yes. I said, it does my heart so good to just see young black women who are fully in their element, loving themselves, just really embracing 
whatever it is that they feel they need to embrace at this right. point in their life and showing it through their art. She reminds me a lot of Don Richard, who um, is... She was in, uh, I'm about to say Destiny's Child, not Destiny's Child. Uh, Danny Kane? Danny Kane. I know things. I know things. She was in Danny Kane. And when she went solo, she was definitely like the alternative, the alternative black girl, which I feel like that sect of black girl does not get as much shine as they deserve. I think alternative black girl and black boy don't get, I've seen a bunch of videos lately, like we need to show them the same kind of love that I guess what you would call quote-unquote mainstream black women and black men get at the same time because just because it's different doesn't mean that it's wrong i agree i think it's really important as black people when we talk about uh black lives matter and when we talk about protect black girls when we talk about loving black people mm-hmm. we are intentional about being inclusive with that right. and what i mean by that is like you said like the alternative black person the rocker black person mm-hmm. the trans black person the queer black person male, female, hetero, cisgender, whatever, all the things, right. you know, I think it's very important to be in t- uh, disabled. I think it's very important to try to be intentional with your intersectionality when it comes to, uh, not intersectionality, but being intentional about covering the entire spectrum when we talk about celebrating blackness. Guess what? We celebrate black excellence, but we also be celebrating black normalcy too. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, I think we push so much emphasis on black excellence but we don't realize that our black excellence is still being compared to whiteness a lot of times. Because what I mean by that is, when we think black excellence, a lot of times we're thinking like the ditties of the world. We're thinking people with money, people who, yeah, with who status. Like achieved with, a super high level of success. Exactly. Yeah. But for some black people, success was not taking themselves out. Mm-hmm. Success was waking up and taking a shower. Sometimes success is just wiping your butt that day. And those things should be celebrated as well because we never know what somebody is going through. Right. You know well, what I'm saying? That kind of reminds me of like the debate that I'm starting to see more and more. And I'm glad more and more people are starting to speak up on it. About the whole, don't let the fact that you're an entrepreneur or a business owner or whatever make you start looking down on people who work 9 to 5. Listen, because let me tell you something. It's been very interesting. So, y'all know the kid got a business or whatever. Whoop, whoop. And... It's very interesting based on those labels and those titles or whatever it is, like Mm -hmm. the way people see you, but then also the opportunity it gives you to be in certain rooms. And it's listening to how certain people speak about people who have nine to fives. It's annoying, it's disheartening because one, everyone's not built to be an entrepreneur. Let's start there. Everybody can't be an entrepreneur. That's not like that's just not how life works. It's just yeah, it's just impossible. That's just like everybody can't be rich. Right. That's not like everybody can't be multimillionaires and billionaires. That's just not because even then, if that was the case, then guess what? You would be the poorest of the billionaires. That's what I'm saying. Like, so it's I mean, all... It's, now, do I think wealth should be more evenly distributed? Absolutely. And that's a different conversation for another day. Right. But, yeah, like, everyone is not built to be an entrepreneur. It takes oh. a lot... Listen, it takes a lot. I literally work a nine to five, and then I come home and work another six hours. Mm-hmm. Almost every day. Not every day, but most days. That's on top of being in school. That's on top of getting my health together. That's on top of trying to maintain friendships and all these things. So, it's a lot. So, no, everyone is not built for that. And I've, honestly, through this journey of being an entrepreneur, I've learned a lot about grace. 
giving others grace and giving myself grace. Mm-hmm. Because if you let the world tell it, sleep is a cousin of death, and you're supposed to hustle till you die, yeah. and all of this extra, but it's like, guess what? But my mental health is in shambles right now. Yeah, and I want to know where, like, who who thought that was, a, like, the thing, like, that was... Capitalism! A, well, there's that true. That's, Cap- true that's why they trying to sh- finagle people to going back in the office. Well, I'm not even going to say, I mean, like, so you are, I've seen the one, a, con- a consistent thing with people who are quote unquote entrepreneurs or business owners or whatever is oh I don't have time to sleep because I'm I'm running a business. Well baby you better get some sleep. Yeah well yeah because here's the thing you can do all of that and then run yourself and your business into the ground because you're not taking care of yourself because you're so busy trying to quote unquote I'm out here grinding. But not only that you literally go from being a slave for someone else to now you're a slave to your business. Right. You have to learn how to balance right. both. And that's the thing people don't look like I remember this maybe two three years ago when Dame Dash was on I think it was like Breakfast Club and basically was like oh if, if you don't work for yourself or if you like if you work for somebody else then you're nothing or you know base and like straight look down his nose at people and I wanted to be like so how are you saying this as someone who has people who employs who people for, who employs people so if this is what you think of me as an employee of why your business who is making you money who yeah. is making you look better. Why would I want to stay here That's if this is your opinion of me, that I am less than because I didn't want the pressure or the headache of trying to come up with a brand new business model? Yeah. Because, again, that's not for everybody. It's a lot. Because here's the thing I think we need to start being realistic about. Everybody can't be the boss. Mm-hmm. Everybody can't be in charge. Everybody can't be the manager. Everybody can't be the supervisor, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. There is somebody who has to be in the middle. There is somebody who has to be at the bottom. Somebody got to be the worker, man. Somebody's got to do all of that. And there's nothing wrong with that because here's my thing. My question to you at the end of the day was, did you make your money to take care of yourself, your family, your obligations, whatever? And at the end of the day, that money that you made, was it made on the up and up? Was it made to where you are not worried about somebody coming after you, knocking at your door because of what you've done and the way you've handled your business? Now, if you can answer those in the right direction, then there's no issue there. Mm -hmm. Now, if you were to tell me that you're working 60 hours a week and this is your business, but that business is not actually doing anything other than putting you into an early grave then it's time to be realistic and say, you know what, this is not, either this particular business is not for me, mm-hmm. or being a business owner is not for me. And, you have to and be there's real nothing with wrong with that. Like, I, yeah. You have to be real with yourself. I think, like, there, I support anybody who feels the need to get out here and get it on their own mm-hmm. as a business owner. I think it's, I'm saying it's very hard, it is, but it's also very fulfilling, it's very rewarding. Right. Especially, depending on, you know, whatever your business is. Right. All, I, all I'm saying is, don't kid yourself. No. You are, it's, it takes, Be realistic it takes with yourself. on average three years for a for a company to start seeing profit. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't make it past those no. first three years. I've only been technically a bit I, I don't even really consider it a full year yet. Cause that's when I started you know, like really going hard and being right. like, you know, whatever. And it's a lot. I'm saying right, it as yeah. someone who's tr- who's figuring it out. You bump your head a lot. You learn a lot. You know, ups and downs, whatever. And it's expensive. Running a business is expensive because oh, yeah. you are. Like you say you put you putting a lot of money out, but you're not necessarily making money in the beginning. That's no. why it has to be about your passion. It has to be about what it. You know why you start. I always tell my clients. 
Why did you start what you start? Mm-hmm. Really get into the nitty gritty of why you started what you started. Because in those moments when you are ready to throw in the towel and you're ready to be done with it, whatever it is, right. you have to remember why you started. And if you don't have a real answer for that, then why? Like it might be time to rethink it. And I think that's the biggest example of. I think <clears throat> when it comes to the business ownership or whatever, a lot of times that is the biggest example of people not being realistic with themselves. Yeah, man. Because. I think we, and I don't know if it's necessarily black culture or like the black society or whatever. I think it might even just be realistically, I think it's an American thing as well because of this, because I say that I am, I'm automatically good at it or I'm the greatest or whatever. Like people who go around and say, oh, America's the greatest country in the world. There is some debate to that and it's valid debate. But then also... America is a garbage can on, with, is a garbage can with a Gucci belt on from which that comes. <laughs> There you go. Um, But at the same time, you have, like, so I used to coach Little League. Okay. And one of the things that I had to hammer down into these kids, as well as their parents' heads, was everybody's not going to make it. Facts. Everybody's not going to be the next star. Next King Griffey Jr. The next King. There you see. I know things. And, I mean, to take it even, to even broaden it, everybody... You're not, not everybody's going to be the next LeBron or the next Jordan or the next uh, Kobe. Kobe, yes. Iverson. I know things. Okay. Um, <laughs> so on and so forth. In any sport. Because realistically, you have to look at the numbers that are associated with these things. Right. Especially when it comes to being like a professional athlete. Let's yeah. be honest. So like the thing I would always have to break down is take how many team, professional teams in America there are in any major sport. Yeah. Then how many players are on each team? Let's be honest. And then you you know, you figure out how many athletes, how many players they have in each of those leagues. And then you cut it down to that's a very small number. Mm-hmm. So you think that you're the only one out here trying to make it? It's a lot of people and trying to get to it. If that's your dream, go for it. Cool. Nothing wrong with it. But also be realistic. If yeah. you know you couldn't touch the bottom of the basketball net. Yikes. Guess what? Basketball might not be your thing. And that's okay. If you can't get tackled without passing out, football might not be your thing. And that's okay. If you couldn't hit a baseball to save your life and the life of three other random people, it might not be your thing. I mean, all right. Okay? So, the this this dream that we have of everybody that if as long as you put the effort into it, it automatically opens itself up to you is not true. And we have to be realistic about it. Um, does that, does that say not to try? No, absolutely not. If that is your desire, give it your best shot, put the work in and see what happens. But no, at least in the back of your mind, this might not work out the way that I want it to. For sure. Because that is a very real thing. Every business does not, I mean, you see it even on like some of these TV shows like Shark Tank and stuff like that. These, how many people come before that show, before you even see them on TV? Mm Mm-hmm. And it's they're just like nope we're not no this is not or this already exists or somebody already has a better version of this or you know there's already somebody who's in development or the bonnet lady oh yeah the bonnet lady yeah um, don't uh, get me started geez. but like you have all of those things and people still are like well I don't understand why they're not giving me a chance because maybe you're not good at it yeah like and it sucks or you because, don't sell it well right you don't sell it well. Or whatever the case may be. And even then, if you didn't sell it well, you still might have the outside chance of somebody saying, hey, this is still a good idea. Yeah. We just need to change the way you go about it. Yeah. As opposed to this 
the the bonnet lady, as you refer to, who basically thought she was a genius because, oh, here's the thing that I wear on my hair so, like, my hair doesn't smell like my food. You mean, like, a bonnet or a shower cap? I'm sure your ancestors <laughs> know exactly what we're talking about is what the black slaves used to wear. That's true. I'm sure they know. <laughs> right. So, like... As they so fit your I'm willing to bet you that those people, those ladies are still like, I don't see why they hated on us. No, they're not hating on it. It just wasn't a good idea. Because it was already a thing. Right. Um, you have people out there, you know, everybody, well, I won't say everybody. There's all these people out here who want to be SoundCloud, who are SoundCloud rappers or singers or dancers and stuff like that. And it's like, first off, you couldn't hold a beat to save your life. Well, you not have, all of them. No, I'm not saying, but no, I'm not saying all of them, but I'm saying there's a large portion of those people who do it and are doing it, air quotes, mm-hmm. but aren't good at it. Yeah. But are being unrealistic about it. They're not being good at it. Right. Because, yeah. like, I think one thing we always have to be willing to do is be able to take criticism. For sure. And also be able to step back and say, you know what? That wasn't my best, per- that wasn't my best attempt. Right. Or that wasn't my best performance. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you have people out there who will be like, oh, I'm so smart, but couldn't tell you how many hours in a day there are. Yikes. Then explain to me how you are so smart. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> exactly. Or, oh, I'm such a great dancer, or I'm such a great singer, but yet... You can't go without losing your breath within the first line of the song or within the first three steps of the dance. Well, just because they haven't learned breathing control yet, does I understand. breath control? Okay, not breathing, but breath I'm control. saying there becomes a point where it's like, listen, if you haven't gotten it by now, it ain't this. gonna happen. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying if you've only been doing it for relatively a short period of time, but let's be honest: if you still ten plus years deep, and you still can't do. What I feel like would be relatively the basics. What are we still doing this for? Mm. Now, if you say you do it because it's your hobby and you like it, cool. But if you're talking about, oh, this is my career. No, it's not. I'm sorry, but it's not. I hate to be the one to tell you this, but it's not. I guess. Because that would be like, and I'm not, here's, I'll have to use you as an example. You, I feel like, give out good, sound, quality advice. I appreciate it. On your social media uh, accounts. And I feel like you also have a way of talking to people to help build them up. Because that is what that is what you're doing. I'd be trying. Now, if, let's say it was the opposite. If you were on there basically saying, like, the equivalent of, if you give me 30 minutes, I'll give you half an hour. And that's your <laughs> advice. <laughs> or if... Somebody comes to you and be like, hey, I'm struggling with this. I don't know how to make it, you know, make it work. And your first response is, why? Are you dumb? Like, are you stupid? Then I would say, hey, maybe this isn't for right, you. Right, 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 right. Okay? That, so, okay. you know, you ha- you under- I think, I feel like you understand the basic, the basics of what it is that you're trying to do and what it is you're trying to help other people do. Right. So, therefore, even if, let's say, you have, like, a down month, which I hope you don't. Well, let's, mean, say, I was... <laughs> let's say you have a down month on your maybe your your interactions or even your shirt sales and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's just a down month, yeah. but you're going to bounce back for sure because you have shown the ability to do this thing that you choose to do as a career. Yes, as opposed to <laughs> you've never had an up month, <laughs> and <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> you are not showing the ability to do the basics yeah. of what it is that you're saying to do as a career. 
then I would have to be like, this ain't for you. We might have to rethink this. And that's not hating. That's being honest. Like, let's be honest. If I constantly told terrible, lame, whack jokes, I would hope that somebody would be like, John, what is happening? This is not it. This is not for you. Or this was in bad taste. Mm -hmm. Or this was not. No, let's. No. Let's rethink this. Right. Then it would be like, you know what? Maybe I need to reevaluate the way I'm going about this. Right. I mean, even with this show, yeah. if nobody listened. Ever. Ever. I'm like, sir, I want my nights back. I want my Thursday nights <laughs> exactly. back. Exactly. <laughs> ever. If nobody interacted with us because of the show, or even yeah. interacted with me because of the show, uh-huh. I would seriously have to be like, why am I doing this? Right. That's, I, that's just being realistic. That's real. And I think the problem is there are so many people who are who are unrealistic with maybe their talent level, uh, their uh, fashion sense. Because mm-hmm. you have some people who swear they up and down, they killing it, and it's like the only thing that is get, that's killing it is yourself. Because I feel like it's a little too tight on you. You can't breathe. Are you okay? Uh, I'm so seeing your heartbeat. Rude. I'm concerned. Rude. But it's the truth. Rude. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I think we have to, we have to start being more realistic with ourselves. Mm-hmm. We have to not immediately be like, "Oh, you just hating because I'm out here killing it." No, you weren't killing it because if you were, I'm pretty sure you would get different results. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. After a point, you would get positive results. Yeah. It ain't everybody else. It can't because. One thing I can't stand with a passion is people who always make it seem like it's everybody else but them. No self-accountability. Exactly. At some point, you have to think about it and say, listen, it ain't these people out here being mean to me or these people out here being haters or not trying to give me a chance or don't want to see me succeed. After a point, you have to be like, I'm not going to succeed at this. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. At all. Just because you made an attempt doesn't mean that it's automatically going to be successful. For sure. You don't make 100% of the shots that you take. That's actually the opposite of what the saying is. Yeah. That's a big fact. Yeah. Big fact. And you see it, like, I I know some people who, I know somebody who I had to remove from my Facebook because every status was, why is nobody helping me? Why is nobody supporting me? Why is nobody doing X, Y, and Z? And it was like, do you hear yourself? Because yeah. the way you're going about things makes me, not, makes want me to. not want to help you. Makes me not want to support you. Because for one, you just assume that just because you are who you are and that I know you, that I automatically have to have to support you. Yeah. That's just like people who be like, Well, why aren't people why aren't you supporting this black business? Maybe that black business in particular is trash. Now let's talk about that real fast. Because I have a thing where y'all know I am very well, I was told I can't be pro-black. I'm very regular black. I love black people. I am all about the advancement and betterment of black people. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, I think black people are better than anybody else, but I know ain't nobody better than us. Period. Okay. But with that being said, there's this thing that happens, especially as a small business owner, where I feel like sometimes the customer service is lacking. And I'm not going to say for all yeah. black businesses. No, obviously. but there's plenty of them out there where the but customer I, service is terrible. But I feel like because... But I also feel like the customer service is lacking because you feel like because I'm also black, 
You just assume you that I'm supposed to just, to, yeah, I'm just supposed you to take don't it have to have the, Right, you don't have to have the same level of customer service that yeah. you would have with someone else. And that's disappointing. I'm supposed and to And it's disheartening. It. Yeah. Because it's like, as, as a black woman, I want to support black business. Mm-hmm. I am very, like, Jonathan will tell you, we've had these conversations where, like, I, I was raised to be a person who operates out of loyalty and not convenience. Right. I remember as a little girl, my mother would drive across town mm-hmm. to a store if she knew it was owned by a black person versus going down the street to whoever right. to buy it. My mother's old, like she raised us that way. Right. Y'all just got here. I've been here right. when it comes to being on the breakfast people that, spot that we used to go to. Listen, we used to go down the way. If you know, you know. That is a drive. We used to go down the way to yes. this breakfast spot because it was all it was one on our way. Our favorite yes. waitress, like yes, yes. like we, we need to go back. We haven't been yeah. since pre. I would, love to, I would love to. But anyway, yeah, like, like. Oh, but there was they, reason to go. Back. It was re- right yes. because we want to support people that look like us. Mm-hmm. Like they, my, I have friends who always laugh at me because I only go to one person to get my nails done. Mm-hmm. Shout out to T. Been going to her for a couple, at least four, three or four years now. Right. Like, don't play. Right. Braids. Y'all, y'all see me with the same hairstyle for probably about a year now. At least mm-hmm. going on a year now. Same girl been doing my hair. Haircut. Same dude been cutting my hair. Like, since I moved to where I moved to. Like, right. I'm just very... I, I believe in loyalty. And yes. I believe in supporting people that product look like loyalty, me. Product loyalty, especially on the local level. For I sure. I think, to me, is bigger than anything else. For sure. Like, I want to get... Like, that's why I, I appreciate apps like Fanbase. And I appreciate apps like... um I can't think of what it's called right now. But it's an app that... Hold on, because I actually downloaded it. It's an app where it, every business on there is like a black-owned app. Is oh, Mariah M I I R I Y A. Okay. I don't, but every like every business on there is a black owned business, mm-hmm. and this is one thing I, I want to stress: just because it's black owned does not mean blacks only. You can if you yeah. want to claim that you're an I never ally, understood where that came from. Because because when white people said it, that's what y'all mean. Yeah. And that's how y'all take it, because that's, that's what y'all meant. That's true. But we ain't like y'all. Wait, but look, anyway... Right, right, but that's not how we're saying That's it, not so how yeah. we're saying it. Like, Fanbase. Yeah. Fanbase is a black-owned social media app where mm-hmm. you can subscribe to your favorite creators, and you can pay them to be a part of certain things if you wanted to. Okay. But black-owned does not mean black-only. If you say no. that you are a supporter, if you say you're an ally, accomplice, whatever then word that you want to use, if it's a, you if should it's be a, willing to check it out. If it's a product or a service that you are in need of or that you're looking for, why not? Because, like... Okay, and so, like, for me, there is, so, like, we talked about the breakfast place. Mm-hmm. There is a, and it's, I know it's not black-owned, but there's a Chinese food restaurant that I will, I don't care where I'm at, if somebody says, hey, let's get some Chinese food, that's the place I'm thinking of. Right. Because the lady who, the lady who owns that place has always been nothing but kind yeah. and respectful and super nice, and to the point where I would say she's family friends now. because. When we had uh, some family losses, she was there. That's dope. She showed up when she didn't have to. Yeah. Yes, we were spending a ton. Like we, I won't say a ton. Like I mean, we're not putting kids through college or nothing right. like that. But we were spending regular. Y'all uh, was there. Re- y'all we were regular. there regularly, and we were spending good money with them. Yeah. And she took that as, and be, through conversation, and actually, you can tell when somebody's listening to you when they're talking to you. Yeah. And you can tell that she when she asks you a question, it's not she just genuine. yeah. So when I saw, when I remember seeing her show up to a funeral of one of our family members, yeah. it was like, you know what? You people. That's, so you know what? So now I make sure that if I, even if it's going out of my way, which I, I don't consider going out of my way when it's something like that. Yeah. So if it is, if I have to make that drive 
cool because I know the for one the product is going to be on point, the customer service is going to be on point, yeah. and I'm not going to ever feel like I left either having been taken advantage of yeah. or just getting screwed over altogether. For sure. No, I know I'm going to come in. She's going to she's going to talk to me nicely. She's going to be cool. We can have a quick conversation. I mean, I'm not necessarily there for an hour or whatever, especially the way things are now. Right. But it's always, hey, let me, this is what you ordered. This is what I gave. Oh, and by the way, I threw this in too, which is an added bonus. You don't have to give me free stuff or discount stuff for me to come back, which I think a lot of people also Mm. try to abuse. I never come in there thinking, oh, I'm getting something free. free." It's like, you didn't have to do that. I appreciate the fact that you did. And in some of those things has actually opened my... uh, my horizons to certain things that they have it's like okay cool i can rock with this so next time here i'm actually gonna pay for it this time yeah because this is something you put me on to and again it's not the oh i better get something free which unfortunately affects a lot of black owned businesses and a lot of let's be honest a lot of local businesses in general yeah because that's the thing like i said i always am very intentional about wanting to support black people but let me tell you one thing i will not do Mm. I am not going to chase you down to give you money. No. If we, like, (laughs) another thing that we've been talking a lot about in Black Women TikTok is the stylists. And how, and now, again, the kid, I'm blessed. Uh My braider, she'll never play me. I've been, knock on whatever, she ain't never played me. Mm -hmm. We, you know, we have a really good working relationship. And I got, I'm natural, so I don't go to the shop for anything. Mm -hmm. Um... But these new stylists, they want you to have your hair washed, trimmed, blow dried. You they, you gotta have you your hair like done. You gotta have your hair done to go get your hair done. Like, and <clears throat> excuse me. And then when you have people, it's too many times we see these stylists when somebody asks them a question or there's pushback. You got attitude and you got a smart mouth and all right. of this extra. Right. When as a black woman, I know. I, one thing about us as black women, we have been taught to be very particular about our hair, mm-hmm. who we allow in our hair, what our hair looks like. Right. We are that is drilled into us that our hair means Rightfully something so. to yeah. us. You know what I'm saying? So a lot, and I know I can't speak for everybody, but for me, I don't trust anybody mm-hmm. who don't look like me to do my hair. I get that. Just because I don't care what you, I no, I don't I especially especially if I don't have a chemical in my hair. Mm-hmm. I really don't trust you not to, to do to do anything. Because chances are they don't know what they're doing. You don't know what you're they doing. They don't have the or they don't have the experience. And that's to, not everybody. Yeah. No. But I just sure I don't even people there surprise But you. I would I'm always gonna go to look for the person who looks right. like me before I look for anybody else. Right. But then when you see people that look like you and they talking to you crazy, they got all these crazy rules like right. if you a minute late, that's a fifty dollar right. charge, but you can start my hair two right. hours after my th- like or the they craziness. clearly don't know what it is that they're doing. Like no, you know the messed up part? The stylists who have the craziest rules be the coldest stylists. It be the mm. ones who know what they're doing. But yeah. it's like at the same time. You have to the same they respect. They do that because they know what they because they like right. you said they know what they're doing. The sa- this is the thing. One thing I am learning as a business owner. I'm never going to argue with somebody about their cost. Mm-hmm. Charge what you charge. And as a consumer, it's about finding somebody who's within your budget. Right. But all I'm asking is the price that you're charging me, I need to have this, that level of experience. You shouldn't be... And when I mean experience, I don't mean just your expertise in this field. I mean, if I'm paying 
hundreds and thousands of dollars to get my hair done by you. Mm-hmm. I need there needs to be an ambiance while right. walking this boy. This boy better look like okay. Like I'm the one paying, thing I will say, I, I should have the price point is should be covering the entire product. The, the, the entire like I pay thirty some dollars to get my hair cut mm-hmm. every couple weeks, right? Okay. But guess what? When I work, when I walk into the barbershop, mm-hmm. this place looks like somewhere I don't mind spending thirty some dollars. Right. I remember when I so you know I moved a, mm-hmm. like a, it'll be two years this hey, year. All right. That I moved. And I remember when I first was trying to find... Because I wasn't trying to have to drive all the way across town to get my hair cut every two weeks. So I was trying to find a barber closer to my house. And... I remember, go. I literally, you know how I found my barber? I literally found my barber on Google Maps. <laughs> I typed in barbershop it, like and just started going yeah. through. And I'm big on aesthetic. Mm-hmm. because And probably because I'm in school for marketing. I'm huge on aesthetic. What does it look like? What is the vibe? What are you showing me? And I remember there was this one particular barber. First of all, he was charging $50 for a haircut. So off top, I'm like, mm-hmm. is he doing something to my hairline where it don't grow back for three this months? Like, what is happening that you, you charge $50? <laughs> For a haircut, right? But then, is this rose water. Listen, what are you doing? Look, it, it, is it gorilla tears? What is happening? <laughs> like, what is what is what am I paying right. for? But then, when I looked at the picture, so you know, you can go on Google Photos. I'm not Google Photos, Google Maps. You can see like the picture. I right. looked at the barber shop he was cutting hair out of. Mm-hmm. So like, you oh. in the middle of the hood. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is, if you're charging me fifty dollars for a haircut, mm-hmm. there's a certain some you should right. not be across the street from a laundromat. Right. No shade. It just is what it is. Like or the building should look like something on the outside. Like there just should be. And I understand he cut other people here. He know how to cut the Taj Mahal into your head and all that. Baby, I don't want all that. I just want a regular right. cut with a line. Right. I don't need all that fancy stuff. Right. And Get, if I'm, I'm not basic. getting all that fancy stuff, I'm definitely not paying. That I'm not paying fancy I'm, prices. I'm not paying you fifty bucks to line me up. And don't get me wrong, because I know you get what you pay for. Because I remember when I, I, I remember when I first moved to the West Side, and it was somebody who I was letting cut my hair, but it just wasn't. Y'all, y'all see me. The kid a little swaggy. The kid a little, you know, the the vibe. If I do say so myself, my vibes are immaculate. I mean, it is what it is. The vibes are immaculate, <laughs> and I am very intentional about what I look like. Mm-hmm. I get my hair cut a certain way. I get my hair braided a certain way. I get my nails a certain way because it's a certain aesthetic that I like to portray at all times because right. that's just my personality. And for a long time, it doesn't matter. But there's a certain reason that I look that I intentionally look the way that I look. Mm-hmm. And when I found this barber, he's super sweet, super nice. Too basic. Too basic. And I don't... I never want to... And he was... He was very affordable. But that's something that I learned. Like, sometimes if you want better, you're just going to have to invest in better. Like, I don't... Because before... I liked my barber when I lived on the other side of town. He was super cool. Cost was cool. He was cool. It's just I didn't want to have to pay to drive across town every two weeks. Like, I just wasn't doing it. Mm -hmm. And... Especially with the schedule that I have, it's just unrealistic. Right. But the barber, the first barber, he was super convenient, saved money, all that stuff. But it just wasn't. He was basic. Right. Same thing with my old nail tech. Like before. Well, no, no, no. I won't even say it didn't warrant the price. Okay. What I'm saying is, you get what you pay for. That's true. I think I was paying fifteen dollars to get my hair cut. But I'm about efficiency. So one, one thing I like about my barber now, I can schedule ahead of time. There's a whole app process. He, like, is cashless. I can just pay off the car. Like, there's a whole mm. process that I really appreciate as a person who's in business now, for sure. I appreciate that just, like, that old school where I got to call you and text you and all that. Right. I don't want to do all that. Like, just, ugh, I don't want to do that. And, it, again, like, you get what you pay for, though. And so, all I'm saying, I said all that to say, 
I just want our customer service to match the prices that y'all be trying to charge. Right. That's all. That's and that's for anybody. That's for yeah, and that's really that's for, for anybody. anybody. But I'm saying black people because I'm very intentional about wanting to support black people. Right. Yeah. And I will go out of my way to support black people. But I just need it. It gotta make sense though. Like just how like I always say I'm not gonna support Christian rappers just because they're a Christian because yeah. a lot of them be corny. For me, it's the same thing. Let's put it again nicely. But I, it, for me, it's the same thing. I want to support you because you're black, but you're if not the, giving me a reason to support you. But if you're not good at what you do, yeah. I'm gonna go to fi- I'm gonna go find someone who's good at what they do. Right. And that's just what it is. But I'm always going to try to support someone who looks like me first. Right. I have always been amazed, whether especially when it's mom and pop places, where the Price point is connected appropriately with the product. And then, like you said, the ambiance. And basically, there's just the general feel of what we the got, transaction. What we doing. Yeah. Like, if you are putting forth the effort to say, this is the reason why I charge the price yes. that I charge. And this is why. And I, gar- and I deliver on it time after time after time. I have no problem making that drive, paying the money, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. because it is worth it. Yep. That is ultimately what it is. It is worth it. Not because other people like it or uh, other. it's the, you know, the the, the name or whatever. Because, like, I've always, I like, I try to, like, listen, I have been giving people the blues about a certain product at my job. And I tell them. The only reason, I, I ask them, can you give me a valid reason that you buy this product? And I've done this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Can you give me more than one valid, just give me more, give me three valid reasons why you enjoy this product. Mm-hmm. Valid reasons. And they and I always But get valid like, is relative. Well, but it depends on what we're, but I mean, it depends on, or I, I'd say, why is this product better than this other product? Okay. That, I, I like that's that probably, that's better. the best, the better. Why is this yeah, better than that? I like that word in better. And... The first one is almost always a fail. Okay. It's always a fail. It's like that's not a reason. Because I I've always been a I've always hated when somebody says, Oh, well why are you why why is this? Why is this the way well because that is not a valid yeah. for anything. Yeah. That no, unless you're talking about gravity right. or why the sun comes <laughs> up the way it does. Because well, science, no. and even then, you can explain it better than that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I can't say, "Well, I just shut it just gravity off." Right. So no. So like, I always tell, I always ask people, like, give me three valid reasons why you think this is better than that. Right. And I will guarantee you, almost with like almost like ninety percent assuredness, that I can prove you wrong. Mm. <laughs> and. Now, then it gets to the point where it's like, okay, just give me one. Just give me one reason why you think this phone is better than that phone. Or why you think this car is better than that car. Or why you think this watch is better than that watch. Mm-hmm. Like, give me a reason. It's, and it's almost like how you see in some marketing class. Sell this item to me. Mm-hmm. Sell it to me. In the simplest of, of ways possible. Mm-hmm. Oh, because it, even if you just say, oh, because it does this. Mm-hmm. And this other one doesn't cool i can halfway i can respect that but then if i can follow it up with well that one actually does do what you just said Mm -hmm. oh well it's not quite the same no it's exactly the same maybe it comes in a different color or maybe it there's a different switch to turn as a button instead of a switch or whatever explain it to me but when it comes to these businesses and products and stuff like that i can tell you the reason why I go back to that same lady at her Chinese food place, mm-hmm. I'm welcomed every time I walk in. Yeah. 
I can stop right there. The food is always fresh. Yeah. You can tell that the ingredients are fresh. Yeah. The prices are on par with the portions that you get. Yeah. When they tell you the food will be ready in 20 minutes, busy or not, that food is ready in 20 minutes. That's dope. So, yes, I will drive there. I will pay my 30 bucks for, a, well, I'm on uh, several, right. not for one item. No. I'm like, no, uh, for what whatever kind of no. food you eating? No. Um, and, but you've been there, though. That's the funny thing. You've been there. Oh, the one off uh, Cedar? Yes. That's what I thought she was yeah. talking about. Okay. Like, I have no problem doing this. Now... If somebody were to ask me, well, why do you go... That's out the way, too. Man. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. That's out the way, But if somebody child. like, okay, the breakfast spot. Why did, yeah. why did we go there? Because if nothing else, that one lady is always going to make us B, feel... Miss Annie B. Earl. Yes. Yes. That one lady is always going to make and us feel And she always recognizes us. Right. She is so always sweet. nice to us. Yep, she, she always, always makes some kind of... She makes an attempt to make some kind of conversation. She always sweet. And then it's always, hey, do you want this instead of that? And she or, always funny. Yes. She always funny. And at the same time... I feel comfortable in that environment. Yeah. So, which is sure. another thing. Are you comfortable where, where you're shopping or where That's you're real. buying, whatever? For That's sure. a big thing. Speaking of being comfortable where you're shopping, did you see the video of the white lady flipping out on the black Ooh, lady man. in pink? I I did, and I even made a TikTok video, which you can find on Chloe, <laughs> Chloe underscore me underscore Mr. J. Let, um. me, tell, let me tell y'all something. The day, and the first of all, let me give honor to God who's the head of my life because <laughs> I feel like an organ should be playing right now softly in the background. Let me tell you something. Let me Musicians. tell you something. Let me tell you something. Mm. Let me tell you something. The day, because if you follow me on TikTok, you already know I'm already dealing with white women touching my hair, and I'm saying white women because mm-hmm. that's the only people who ever yeah. try me in this way. I already, I already didn't dealt with white women trying to touch my hair, which are, y'all know is a is a mm, thing for it's me. A trigger. It's a trigger for me. If a white if I'm recording you in your face and you put hands on me, I put in hands, shoulders, knees. I would have dog walked her <laughs> through that entire store. Yeah. Every see, Lord, please, Jesus, please, God, don't ever, please, Lord. And that is not a burden I can carry. Because no, listen, is yeah. this because this is the thing. What and, and what made me the most upset about that video was besides her Squidward SpongeBob shake on the floor, which was funny to me. But what made me mad was, and I, maybe and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but I didn't see anyone come to the black woman's defense. No, not really. Nobody tried to say like not not the workers, mm-hmm. not anybody standing around, nothing. And Nobody the, tried to come to the black woman's defense. And why I think no. So here's the thing. I think in that situation, because I'm all for the whole mind your business. If it don't pay your, you know, if it don't pay to, to mind this business, fine. But in that situation, it was people commenting. Right. Well, commenting or not, in that situation, because here's the thing: we know what the lady who was throwing the fit was trying to achieve. Let's be honest, mm-hmm. because here's the thing: there's no way anybody who's out and about in society doesn't know what the threat of. <laughs> Calling the police and saying, "Oh, you assaulted me!" And white woman tears. We know what right. The power we know what you're doing. I actually have. saw. So I saw a tweet, and I had to. I think I posted it on our um, our Instagram, but it was a small reminder that white people, like the person in the Victoria's Secret video, are intending to have you killed. They are not throwing mere temper tantrums. They know what happens mm-hmm. when the cops come and they pretend to be hurt by a black person. Y'all they know. want you dead. It is not a game because Period. they know. We saw this in the case of the uh, the gentleman in New York 
who was asking the lady to put her dog on a mm-hmm. leash. And she tried to play like this man had been Did following so her or was trying to do something to her, trying to kidnap her, trying to rape her, all of this stuff. And it was like, no, that's not what's happening. And this is why we have to... Vi- we almost have to walk around with a GoPro attached to us at all times right. because of these things. Because you'll say, oh, well, no, he attacked me and he was doing this and had been following me and I had told him to get away and I took... No, you're trying to switch. You're trying to twist the whole situation yeah. into something that it wasn't, in the hopes that at for me at best I get arrested. At worst, I'm not here no more. And it goes back to the whole how white people, are, white women in particular, are seen as damsels in distress, as as opposed right. to black women who are seen as dangerous and violent right. and loud and ghetto and all mm-hmm. of this stuff. Like at at this point. And this is why I said, when I said earlier, like, middle finger to all of the shenanigans, mm-hmm. because the reality is, you're going to think what you want to think regardless. Right. So, guess what? I'm going to act every inch of the right. stereotype. If, you put your hands on me, I'm going right. to act every inch of the stereotype I, you think I am. I, and, <laughs> and, because guess what? I might, they're probably going to kill me when they get here anyway. So, right. my, at least they're going to say I went down with a fight. Because there ain't no way. I believe uh, the 40-year-old version, one of the characters said it best. You want nigga. Nigga here. Nigga. Period. Cause guess what? Because if you push me to that point, and at the same time, you. Cause here's the thing, when you do things like that, you are pushing my back against the wall. You want to fight? And guess what? You are. I won't say all, but a lot of you already look at me as if I'm an animal to begin with. Yep. So guess what? You back an animal into a corner. I am going to have to lash out. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I'm taking a chunk of you with me. Period. I got to have you now. When I had my little situation at the job, it never got past a certain point because basically I just verbally dog walked this man. Right. To the point where like random strangers were like, I don't know this guy, but he's clearly done something to yeah. this young man. That is the, that's the first step. Now, if you want to continue going further, then guess what? We can go there and now I got to have you. Period. And when I got to have you, there ain't no coming back. Because, again, you have pushed this situation. You have pushed me to this point. Like, because the lady in the video who was recording was, would it, like you said, if she, if she decided that she was going to haul off and just mollywop this girl yep. for putting her hands, for this woman, I'm not going to call her a little girl because people try to twist yeah. that, then she would have been well within her rights. Yep. Because here's the thing, my, pop, my mama and my dad taught me, they put their hands on you. It's a wrap. They have accepted whatever the consequences are going to be. Yep. Period. So, hey. Period. And we all are, and we are in a day and age where we all know this. We all know it's a possibility. Yep. Even if you didn't know it, you knew it was a possibility that if, because here's the thing, you already think I'm certain away. So why would you then try to bring that out in the first place? Exactly. And this is the thing. Like, I literally made a video earlier today because um, I have to drive long distances for work. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of thoughts while I'm driving. And I made this, I had this video and I said, I constantly live at the intersection of, I shouldn't be doing this as a black person because it's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. And F that because I should be able to live the right. life that I want to live. Like, that's the intersection I live at. It's the Kermit meme? Li- like, it's, but for real. The, yeah, like, I constantly meme, yeah. live at that intersection. Don't do this. But I want to do it. Because yeah. it was something as simple as me listening to... I like listening to my music very loud. It was something as simple as that. Because I was thinking about... I think his name was Jordan Davis who got murdered for listening to his music too loud. Um... 
But yeah, like as a black woman, I am painfully aware of the fact that in order to be deemed respectable or respected mm-hmm. or worthy of respect, right. I have to go that I have to, to yeah. go out of my way. I have to talk a certain way mm-hmm. and present us all these right. things when certain groups of people ain't got to jump through all them hoops. Right. And it gets to the point where it's frustrating, it's annoying. And I, like, I'm done drinking the Kool-Aid. Right. I'm not doing it no more. But I also understand that it's enough of y'all who still play that game mm-hmm. that the ones of us who aren't, it makes us look crazy. Like, right. I, and I, I, the woman in that video, she showed so much restraint. Ooh, yeah. Like, the level of restraint. And I think, honestly, in her voice, it sounded like shock more than anything I think at first else. it definitely was shock. It was and shock. Like, while, I can't was, believe this really just happened. I think after a while, it was annoyance. Yes. It went from shock, like, I can't believe this happened. And then it was like, and y'all acting like I'm the crazy one. Y'all acting like it's me. Right. It and turned it's into not like, me. are we really doing? Like, is this really what's happening? Like, the, or another part that really made me mad about that video was the. It was this, another customer who's like, maybe you should just stop recording her. And it's no. like, first of all, you could catch some of this too if you right. want to. Tell her to quit calling the cops on me. How about why, that? Why are you calling the police on me when for recording anything. you and for hitting me? And the police did exactly what we thought, which is nothing, and which is again a waste of money and mm. time and sp- whatever. Don't get me started. We don't get me uh, don't get me started. We ain't got that. Time. So like you. Like you said about the whole being aware of things. When we went out for my birthday, mm-hmm. I I think we were as comfortable as we as we wanted to be. For sure, we were. We had fun having a good time. We were laughing out loud. We were talking loud. We were singing to some of the songs here and there. But at the same time, which is unfortunate, like the whole time in the back of my mind, I'm trying to pay attention to our surroundings. Absolutely. Who are we around? Right. What are they what doing? Is their, how are they responding to this? What's yep. how are they moving? Yep. If anything else. Facts. Because unfortunately, that is a thing that you have to. Because sometimes our blackness is makes other people uncomfortable, and unfortunately, we have to sometimes put ourselves in a box to make other folks comfortable, and that's and I like I and so in the video that I made about it, I also had to bring up the point that I have to be, I'm unfairly looked at because I am a bigger guy. Mm -hmm. I'm over. I'm well over six feet tall. Yeah. I'm not gonna get to it, but I'm a big dude. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm fluffy. Okay. But so I'm automatically looked at like if things go bad, that's the first one we have to get rid of. For sure. So I'm aware of that. So when you play the the phony victim and oh, we gotta bring the police up here for something that I didn't do, of course I'm gonna take it a certain way. For sure. Cause cause let's be honest, you put me we in know here I mean, there are even let's say over the last five years, oh, I feared for my life because look at them. They were so much bigger than me mm-hmm. and I was like a child to them even though you have a gun in your hands right. and I do not. Um, this is the game you're going to play. So I ha- so now, like you said, it's you want a nigga, nigga here now. Because that's the, that's the route that you wanted to go. Yep. That's the game you wanted to play. Let's get to it. So now and my you, and you better you better win because if I oh right. Cause my cause, <laughs> right because like I said with the with the situation that I had a couple of months ago I'm gonna let you have it without even having to put a hand on it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna dress you down. I'm all about verbally castrating folks. Right. All about. I'm it. I'm going to have to go as far as I need to go to hurt your feelings and shut you down mm-hmm. to take away that false sense of pride or yep. confidence that you may have. Yep. Because clearly that's what it is. You yep. have this false sense of, well, I can do anything I want to do because I da da da. You gonna Whatever. learn today. You gonna learn today. Classes in session. Period. Ding ding. Period. You know what I just realized? What's that? I never told him about. Who's your man the week? <laughs> I just thought about I that. didn't want to interrupt. We were going so well. I didn't want I to interrupt. Did, Who's your babe of the week? This is actually, I guess we can, this is the way we can end it. Um, so my babe of the week 
R.I.P. is Biz Marquis. Biz Marquis mm. is one of the OGs of hip hop. Oh yeah, grandfather of hip hop. Well, I was Beatbox first, master. Of course. Mm-hmm. I remember. I mean, I'm sure I was introduced to him earlier. Like, right. but the first thing I really remember is when he uh, when Mario redid just a friend right and you know it reintroduced the original to mm-hmm. all of us and all, or yeah reintroduced i should say and just it's just really sad because we're losing a lot of the ogs who started this thing like and obviously when you think about it hip-hop is so young compared to other genres of music right. and it's still growing and mm-hmm. stuff like that um but i think it's always important to acknowledge where it started right. and the people who helped start and, it and, and acknowledge the legends in that in that absolutely area. so he's my band of week r.i.p biz marquee where can they find the show at jonathan they can find the show you can email us thoughts questions topics whatever at everything and nothing pod at gmail.com you can follow us on twitter instagram and tiktok at e-a-n pod you can find me on Instagram and uh, Twitter at call at call me underscore Mr. J. I was about to give my TikTok out. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can also follow me on TikTok, which I've been trying to get better at, uh, at call underscore me underscore Mr. J. Where can they find you at? You can find me at uh, on Instagram. And on, uh, I'm sorry, I had a brain fart. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Akira Elan, A-K-I-R-A-E-L-A-U-N. You also can find my business page at Truth and Love United. All one word on Instagram. I'm really excited because I am coming up with some stuff. So I'm very excited. So just keep an eye out for the kid or whatever. She working though. She working. Right. Go support. Support you. Anything else safe? We get out of here. As always, before we go, let me leave you with this. And it's funny because I had to save before I knew what we were going to talk about today. Mm -hmm. There are two rules for success. Mm. First rule. Don't tell all that you know. I don't know if I... Good night, everybody. Let it marinate. Let it marinate. Let it marinate. I don't marinate. know if I agree. Let it marinate. I guess. I don't know if I agree. Okay, clearly you didn't get it. I there did are, it. I can't tell. I did. Good night, everybody. Why? Don't talk to Good me Good night, like everybody. That. Check your tone. Don't talk to Good me like that. Good night, nope. everybody. We awake now. We awake. We ain't night. We awake. Get you some, get you some melatonin. What? Good night, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye, y'all.